Zach Blockerby, Lindsey Crosby here with you. We are now joined by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I think we're good. I think we're good. We're Be- good. Beautiful morning. You it kidding is a beautiful me? Beautiful morning. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a beautiful city council meeting last night? It was. It was a relatively routine city council meeting. We were actually relatively short, about 45 minutes. That's a win. Uh, that is a win. Always and a win. So, actually, I take that back. Was it 45 minutes? Hour and 15 minutes. Sorry about that. Oh, that's a little but, but still, yeah. that's that's considering the length of our agendas and so on. And a lot of that had to do with just some public comment about a particular conditional use application. So otherwise, it, it was a pretty straightforward meeting. All right. So committee of the whole, take us through how that went, if you would. So committee of the whole, one of the one of the fun occasions of being city manager is sometimes you have to tell the council about something that happened in there afternoon of that day to an agenda item. So all that was discussed at Committee of the Whole beyond the minutes was that that I had the privilege of sharing with the council that the Alabama Department of Transportation had pulled about $450,000 of grant funding from the Wire um, and Cox Road Roundabout project. Mm -hmm. Uh, We initially didn't have a grant for it. Uh, We were going to build the project. The state approached us, ALDOT did, and said, we'd love to give you some money. It's a safety grant to do this roundabout. And we, we marched on, and then long about February of this year, ALDOT delayed um, our time period in which we could could bid this project and delayed it to, you know, December, January or so. So we said, okay, we're going to walk away from this grant money. And city walked away and then began to proceed with bidding the project, and ALDOT came back and said, hey, we'd actually still like to give you some grant money. So we'll give you $450,000, go ahead. That was our understanding. We went out to bid. We were getting ready to award the contract last night, and they contacted us yesterday and said, you can't have any grant money unless we approve this first. Then you have to bid the project all over again. And so the city actually, uh, I had to inform the council if they were going to approve a contract for the Cox and Wire Roundabout, which we need to build, we were going to have to walk away from $450,000 of grant money. Wow. That's frustrating. That is frustrating. I'm appreciative that the Alabama Department of Transportation was trying to work with us, and they've got rules and procedures, but we also have a growing community. We have a soccer complex. Cox Road's busy. It's on the exit 50 interchange, and we'd like to improve the intersection at Cox and Wire. Um, Ultimately, and on the regular agenda, the council decided to proceed without the grant money. Um, And I'll I'll be back talking with ALDOT to see if we can do anything to make amends with that, but we need to proceed with the project. Sure. I mean, there, there's clearly urgency involved in this. We've talked about this in the past. Right. So, I mean, when, when is this going to get off the ground? So in awarding the contract last night, that allows the contractor, JLD, to get their sub, subcontractors lined up, and that allows probably in about a month for them to begin construction as opposed to 90, 120, 150 days from now. Okay, so that's pretty quick in the grand yeah, scheme of things. and, you know, I know some people – Last night, when you, when you speak in terms of engineering contracts and you say it's a 150-day contract, that's often working days, sometimes it's calendar days. Mm. Um, and the council expressed some frustration of length of projects, including ALDOT ones. They Last night about Farmville and College taking a while and Highway 280 at, at Alabama 147 or North College taking a while and it's nature of transportation projects. Sure. So this is an interesting situation then. I mean, how often do situations like this happen where it's like there's a lot of grant money that you would want, but it's better for the city to, to not take it? You I'll- know, it, it's somewhat rare, but I can tell you that there are a lot of grants out there that I would love to take advantage of, but with a dynamic community like this, um, that is that is growing. That has you know a very robust and active population. You have to be 
you have to weigh all of those things. And sometimes grants involve you spending more money than you wanted to spend on a project because you've got to do extra things. So I would never advocate walking away from $450,000 at all. But uh, the fact of the matter is we have a lot going on in that area. We're, we're going to talk back with ALDOT, but if we can't meet their parameters and, and they're not satisfied, then we, we will walk away from the money in the name of getting the project done. Does that get us through Committee of the Whole last that night? That gets us through Committee of the Whole, okay. and that was not an intended discussion. And it's not my favorite thing to do, to do is to tell the council at 4 p.m. today I learned of a massive change to something that's beyond our control. But um, that's part of the reason we have some of those pre-meetings so I right. could warn them before we got to the full agenda. Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, joining us this morning. We continue our conversation next. Good morning. We are joined by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch this morning, recapping last night's city council meeting. You, can, of course, can hear every Auburn City Council meeting live right here on News Talk WANI. All right, we talked about Committee of the Whole. What else was uh, discussed as we move into uh, the regular meeting last we night? We announced seven. some board and commission vacancies. Green Space Advisory Board has two vacancies. It will be appointed in July along with the Water Works Board. Uh, so you can go to auburnalabama.org slash boards and and apply for those positions. Uh, you know, we went through some routine minutes and some alcohol beverage licenses. One was just a transfer. It's it's known to a lot of people as the Zippy Mart on North College. It's a transfer of a license. And then the other was licensing uh, a new vendor at, at the Jewel Column Smith Museum, which is at actually the hotel at Auburn University. Uh, they've taken over all catering. Well, they're having a special event specifically, but they've taken over a, a all the catering operations for both the Gouge and Jewel Collins. So some of that has to do with that. Okay. Rolling on, we um, are always appreciative of our industries in Auburn who are, and even in this climate, have been constantly expanding. So we have Nashville Wire Products. Uh, they're out in the industrial park on McMillan Street. They're doing a small expansion, about a $3.2 million investment, 20 jobs, some equipment expansion as well as building expansion. So we're appreciative, and they've been here. They're one of our longest-standing industries and uh, they've been here a very long time, and we appreciate them. Uh, moving on, we had a, a couple of actions involving some property on Shug Jordan Parkway that most people don't know. It's, it's between North Point and the National Guard Armory that the city owns. We actually subdivided a piece of that property, and then in a later action turned around and agreed to declare it surplus. The city can't just sell property when it feels like it's got to declare it surplus, as in we don't need it for a municipal function, and we turn around and made that happen to sell it to Alabama Power for a new electrical substation in that area and why sometimes that's not the most exciting of projects. It's very necessary for Alabama Power to continue to provide robust service to that area of town, which is one of our highest growth areas of town, and they needed to add additional capacity in the area. Sure. And so another kind of important thing going with that is um, our our police and fire use that for some training purposes, use some of that property, and a lot of that's relocating uh, to, a, to what people know is the old rest stop up at 280 in the bottle. And a lot of our police and fire training functions are going to be relocating and, and building different facilities up there, and we've been working on that for some time. So um, and as that intersection completes, it'll be a signalized intersection at 280. It'll be a much better situation there. And... We're appreciative of Alabama Power because we are still leaving operations on Shug Jordan Parkway that we need access to, and they'll be improving some turn lanes and other things to access the substation, so it's a win-win for the city and Alabama Power. Cool. Moving on through another item of interest, we already talked about the Cox and Wire roundabout, but we are going out to bid in the next several months with an expansion of 
the city's soccer complex out on Wire Road. That involves three additional fields plus a, a large indoor building, additional parking, restrooms, etc. And as part of that project, we looked at signalizing the driveway at the soccer complex and putting it in operation only when we had play at the soccer complex. Well, we have to meet certain rules and regulations, and the traffic signal didn't warrant there. But what we are looking at doing is designing a, another roundabout to go there. Uh, it won't make it totally painful for everybody traversing Wire Road um, to get through it on a daily basis, but it'll make it a lot safer for ingress and egress into the soccer complex. So that's a project we're going to design and, and put with our soccer complex bid. And then moving on, some people get confused. We have supplemental contracts with Auburn University and particularly doing with athletics and supplemental events. And we actually have a separate corporation that the city has um, that allows us to pay area agencies. We need a lot of help from agencies all over the state of Alabama for game day and major events right. in Auburn, and this corporation is the one that pays them. And so it's just a matter of some contractual items. Um, other than that, we re we have a project that we've long worked with, the Collegiate Hotel. Uh, the city put an incentive in that project, and we did some restructuring of that incentive to allow uh, them to refinance in a manner which is much more advantageous for them. So that's just some cleanup paperwork we needed to do. And then we already talked about that we awarded the Cox and Wire Roundabout project sure. to JLD. We're joined this morning by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager. We will continue our conversation next. We're joined this morning by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, talking about last night's city council meeting. What other items were discussed last night that we have not been able to talk about yet? Well, I'd already talked about that the city had declared some property surplus for Alabama Power and sold that to them. We had another one with Clayton Properties Group uh, on North Donahue, right when you cross over the Sagahatchee Bridge. There's what we're going to call Old Miracle Road because it's parts of it are about to be re relocated. And the city has a small piece of right-of-way we don't need there, and it was going to help Clayton Properties Group to acquire that from the city. So we did, we did that. They have a triangular piece of property that will help that be more developable. And then we moved on to some pretty routine annexations. One of them was about five acres off of Society Hill Road and wholly surrounded by lots of other houses that are in the city limits. And a second one off of Mrs. James Road is much larger at 271 acres. But I think what's important to note about that is the applicant at this time is only planning on putting about 51 lots in there. And in that zone, which is rural, we have a three-acre uh, minimum lot size. So I think some people... Um, raised eyebrows when they saw it with so much acreage, but ultimately the subdivision plat that's been submitted to the city is only showing 51 houses, so large lot homes there. Okay. And then uh, a rezoning out of Auburn Links, which has been just a, a constant change and shift from some golf course property just to some subdivision property, uh, just eight acres of property and very much following a plan that the city has. Uh, on the next item, we had some short-term rental cleanup items that we needed to work through, just defining some transient occupancy, the word lodging, and just cleaning up a few things surrounding homestays uh, in our home occupation portion of the zoning ordinance, but that had unanimous consent denied. So, And all that means is the city council was not able to consider that item on first reading. It'll come back at the July 6th meeting, and then the city council will act on that. Okay. And that's, that's routine and up to council members if they're ready to hear something on the first reading or if they want to wait. And then under resolutions, we had a townhome project on North Dean Road behind Craftmaster Printers. It was going to be 25 townhomes and about 75 bedrooms. And the Planning Commission had 
not recommended approval by a vote of zero to seven. Nobody recommended approval, and seven people said we do not recommend approval, and that went to the council last night, and after a robust discussion, the city council also uh, did not approve it, so therefore uh, that project for the time being is not proceeding. The applicant had a number of questions about their ability to do the project a different way, and I think they're evaluating that now. What was the theme of the discussion? The theme is that Central Park is an office park, and our future land use plan and current land use plan slates it as an office park. Mm -hmm. And one of the important things is the planning staff recommended denial based on the land use plan, but they also recommended denial based on incompatibility with the Craftmaster building itself. And you don't typically put residences abutting what we consider a light industrial use if you can help it backing right up to it. There's semi-trucks coming and going. Um, they may need to publish, you know, late night hours. It could make noise and whatever. So that's a very routine matter and something our planners look into. And so Central Park was developed, oh, back in the middle to late 90s when we actually, Dean Road didn't go through from Opelika Road to East University Drive. It was a big you know, big undeveloped property, and Craftmaster was actually the first tenant in Central Park, but it was also the first tenant to make the project go. We got a grant from the state of Alabama called Industrial Access Grant that helped build that road, and actually the city partnered with the developers to get the rest of Dean Road completed. It's a good thing we did because we'd, we'd be in real trouble without it, and I guess we're sitting in the results of that today. Uh, correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we'd be sitting in some grass or something right now. Yeah, so, so uh, you know, to be clear, though, the de developer was well within their rights to, to make this request, but it is conditional in this nature. It would have required using uh, the both existing Craftmaster, one or both of the existing Craftmaster driveways to access it, and the council opted for they were very clear for incompat incompatibility reasons and for what the land use plan said is why uh, the majority, and that was a uh, two were in favor of it and seven against it vote. Okay, got it. Uh, as far as other things happening throughout the city, anything we need to, to highlight? I think the biggest thing we've got going this weekend is uh, Councilperson Taylor had, and, a, and a, a group of people, along with some assistance from the Chamber of Commerce and others that are have been more than happy to partner, are holding a Juneteenth celebration at Sam Harris Park. Cool. And that begins at 10 a.m. And Councilperson Taylor mentioned last night it will run um, 10 a.m. to about 6 p.m. And there will be a keynote speaker around 2 o'clock. I know the mayor is doing a proclamation at, at 11.15 a.m. So quite a bit going on out at Sam Harris Park. Um, anybody would like to go, uh, if you don't know where Sam Harris Park is, you can find it on Foster Street. Um, if you're coming from Highway 14 or if you're coming from Donahue, off, it's basically at Bedell and Foster. We are working on a greenway project that ties Sam Harris Park to the Shug Jordan soccer and multipurpose fields, but that trail is not open right now. We're just finalizing our work on that. So um, we would prefer you not try to park up there because the contractor is still trying to figure out a few things, but if if you plan to attend, don't let parking scare you. Just park on the street somewhere. Uh, we think the event will be well attended, and we're hoping the rain holds off. Cool. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. As You're always, welcome. Megan means a ton. That is Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, joining us this morning, recapping last night's City Council meeting for the City of Auburn, which, of course, you can hear every meeting live right here on News Talk WANI, both the Committee of the Whole and the meeting. Uh, you can also hear it on NewstalkWANI.com and the NewstalkWANI app. I believe you can even ask your Alexa device to play Newstalk WANI. That's true. 
That's true, which will uh, then force your whole household to listen to it, which is good because mm-hmm. a civically engaged household is a better household. I believe I have read that in many, many books, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. all of the books. That is very yeah. that is very much a, uh, a, a marital, like, like a, a how to make your marriage work precept. C- civic engagement? Civic engagement in your household, yes. Who knew? Does the civic engagement uh, extend to flags? Flying flags for your town. Uh, I think so. Okay, good. I think so. Megan, what are your thoughts on a, on, a, on a potential new flag for the city? A potential new flag for the city? Yeah. Yes. I would say join the Auburn 2040 process and get on one of the committees. Oh, it's uh, happening. Look at that. This guy's leading the charge for a new flag. Very excited about Did it. Did you know that Lindsay's a flag? What are you saying? The flag czar? Flag czar, yeah. yeah. Flag, flag czar. There you go. He, he was saying flag lord. I'm like, not flag lord. You, you, flag are, you are a flag lord. Flag czar. Czar. Okay. All right. Uh, good show, Lindsay. Good show. Listen again tomorrow. I think we should. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.